There's something new on Airsaulay every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the chief of optometric services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the consulting director of low vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, I'm going to bring to you tips and information that I hope will help you to live with low vision. Communicate with your boss and coworkers about your vision problem. One of the biggest dilemmas that many people with low vision face is whether or not that they should share with their employer or their potential future employer and their coworkers about their vision problem. They are often concerned that they might actually be treated differently, or that their boss may not want to hire them, or they may be laid off if they reveal that they have a vision problem. And although these particular types of thoughts are realistic, it's often the case where employers are usually very, very ignorant. They just simply do not know that most people with low vision do have functional vision, and with some minor accommodations, they will be able to perform the task. So, for this reason, I have found that it's extremely helpful for people with low vision to be open and straightforward. With their coworkers and employers about their vision problems, so that they can educate their coworkers and employers about what they can do and what they cannot do. And the reason for this is that, unfortunately, most people do not know others with low vision, and as a result, when they hear that someone has a vision problem, they often think that that person is actually totally blind. But as we all know, even people who are totally blind. Have the ability to perform many, many tasks with the advances of computers and adaptive technology. I remember I once had a patient, and this gentleman had told me that it was such a stressful situation for him as he was losing his vision. He was in his mid forties. He was a computer consultant, and he didn't want anybody to know about his vision. When he came to our center, he was constantly. Making certain that we wouldn't release any information, and he wouldn't fill out any of the forms because he didn't want to reveal that he had that type of a vision problem. Well, what actually ended up happening it was there was a time that his vision became so severely poor that he did need to use some specialized magnification software, and I told him that I would go with him to visit his employer and to explain. How this particular software program worked, and that we were actually going to provide this software through the Department of Rehabilitation. So, to make a long story short, when we did meet the employer, the employer said, "You know, I have known for years that you've had vision problems. The only person that you've been trying to fool has been yourself." So we all laughed, and what we realized is that in many cases. There's subtle things that we do as people with low vision that often give others a slight indication. It may be that we avoid going to certain places with these other folks. They might notice that we're taking the bus or that we're walking and no longer driving. Or it might be that our riding has become more sloppy or we make subtle mistakes. But in this case, just like with many others, the boss and the coworkers thought that it was disrespectful to ask. The employer, what they could do to help. So, overall, I think it's very, very important to be very open and to communicate. If you're looking to get a new job and you're applying for a position, I think it's also very helpful to explain to the employer 
or the Human Resources Department about your vision problem. The reason for this is because there may be a time later after you've been hired that they find that you do have this vision problem. Once they do find that, they often may feel that you have not been honest with them. And without that level of honesty, they often might feel that you might not be the type of employee that they wanted. I think it's better to go ahead and to explain to them that you do have this particular type of vision problem, but these are the things that you're able to do, and these are the things that you're not able to do. So, for example, I had another gentleman, and this gentleman was working very successfully with another company, and with a downsizing through the economy, the company then laid off many, many workers. Well, as they laid off other workers, they asked my patient to go ahead and to take on another responsibility of actually taking over the entire western regional territory. But what this was involved, what it would involve him driving, and he had never driven before. So in this case, he actually was not certain what he should do. He actually fought them, and he complained to them, stating that you can't make me take this position, and I do not want to actually change my present position. And it became a very, very ugly litigation type of a situation. And the reality of it was he simply just did not want to drive. Well, the bottom line came is that he eventually revealed that the reason he did not want to perform this new job was because he had a vision problem. And his employer was so sensitive to it. He goes, why didn't you tell me? I would even get you a driver. We just really like you for all your talents and what you're able to do. So communicate openly because in the long run it's going to make things much less stressful for you as the employee and it also opens up the lines of communication to see how one can work with each other. Most employers have invested thousands and thousands of dollars in their employee training them how to do that particular type of job. So in many cases it's going to be something that they want to keep you and they do not mind spending an extra few hundred dollars to get you devices that would help you. In other cases you could also contact your state department of rehabilitation. The vocational rehabilitation departments will often assist you in purchasing equipment or also receiving low vision aids, optometric low vision examination, and other types of training to help you to either obtain employment or to retain your employment. We at the Center for the Parts Decided will often visit the employers of many of our patients. We go to the offices and we could tell them how they can modify the lighting, how they could actually change the different settings on the computer screen to allow the employee to see things more easily. We will also make other types of accommodations and what I have found is that in most cases the Human Resources Department and also the employers they're very very open and willing to make these types of investments to help maintain that job for their employee. So all in all I strongly recommend that the best policy is to be able to communicate openly with your employer and your fellow peers. In this way you could tell them what are the things that you are able to do what are things that you're not able to do? In some cases, if you do have low vision, there might be certain tasks that take you a bit longer to do. So in some situations, you might be able to alter a position, or you might ask another coworker, 
Can you take on this task while I take on another task? Demonstrate to them the benefits of computer technology. We have screen magnification systems, talking screen readers, all sorts of technology to help you to continue to do your work. So communicate with your boss, consult with a low vision specialist and an adaptive technology person, and organize what would be the things that you need to help you to do your job most efficiently. In some cases, many of my patients have decided that they want to make that investment. They want to purchase equipment for themselves because they didn't want anything hanging over their back if their employer had to pay. In other cases, we see that other employers are really, really favorable. They're very supportive, and they insist on purchasing this type of technology for the employers. So I hope that this information is helpful to you, and it will help you as you pursue employment in the job market. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use without the express written consent of Airs LA is prohibited. So until next week, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita for Coping with Low Vision.